Ace Podcast. Weird. I can smell that turkey cooking. Happy Thanksgiving, Craig. Happy Thanksgiving, Aaron. What time's lunch? Um, this this is like a little early, don't you think? What? It's Monday. It's Monday, but it's Thanksgiving week, man. Well, but that doesn't mean I'm already eating the, the yeah. turkey and stuff. I mean, Aren't you? eating those donuts. But I love Thanksgiving. I know, that's all you talk about. It's the greatest holiday of the year, but tomorrow, Black Friday, no, I'm done. I'm done with holidays for the year after tomorrow. You said tomorrow. Yes. It's Monday. Oh, I mean, t- the day after Thanksgiving. Yeah, I mean, that's tomorrow. four days from now. <laughs> Black Friday, I'm done. That's it. We don't have to come back here ever again. <laughs> You're done. Whatever. Hey, let me ask you a question. What are you most thankful for? What am I most thankful for? No, I asked you first. No, I was repeating what you said. Oh, okay. What am I most thankful for? Yeah. Uh, you should have this. This should be like standard. Fare. Well, I'm, I'm obviously very thankful. You know, the 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 standards, and I, I don't. I'm not minimizing them, but everybody says you know the family and all this stuff. I mean, definitely my family. Yeah, I'm Absolutely. thankful for your family too. I'm just trying to come up with something the next level kind of thing that you wouldn't expect. Oh, you're thankful that you got at least a few weeks in your car before you had to totaled it it's not totaled oh it will be no it won't uh they a little duct tape a little bit of paint they'll fix it it'll look good dog collar so there's a dog leash um i'm thankful that we still live in mainly a mostly a free country amen that i have a roof over my head yeah that no matter how bad i think i have it i still have it better than 95 percent of people in the world that yeah. includes, includes most everybody we know yeah we we're just we just have it better than we we realize. Yeah. Um, most of the people, most of our listeners, if you're listening to this, you probably are one of those people that are living better than 95 percent of people in the world because you've got a way to listen to a podcast. That's you, true. And yeah. and so um, you know, just don't lose sight. You yeah. Know? It's awesome. I love Thanksgiving. We don't take enough time to think about what we're thankful for. I'm also thankful for that nap that comes right after I stuff myself yeah. stupid on Thanksgiving food. Yeah. I'm thankful sleepy. for a couple of days off from work. Yep. Thankful for... Uh, I got nothing else. What are you thankful <laughs> for, Aaron? Well, I am thankful... Craig, I'm thankful for you, my co-host. See, you, you pulled that one on me. Cause <laughs> I really you knew, am. Because you knew I didn't say it. It's been a rough 30-something years, but hey, we made it, I guess. We've been doing this podcast for 30 years? Yes, it feels like it. I'm thankful, of course, for Lori, Sarah, and James, Mom and Dad, Alan, Angie, Renee, the family. Thankful for the good food. Thankful for living in this country that we live in i've already used that one and i'm thankful for our our friends you know we got a lot of good friends thank you for being a friend i wanna thank you but as we gather around the studio table here for our thanksgiving episode let's hey, let's see one of those drumsticks here you go let's uh oh, pretty good actually. try those sweet potatoes oh, they're even better i think i will <laughs> Let's call a couple of friends and see what they're thankful for, just for kicks. Let's. Uh, who you want to call? Let's call my brother. Let's call Alan. Okay. You ready? Hey. Dude. What are you doing? Uh, don't cuss. We're recording live live uh, podcast right now. Who we got on the line? It's my brother, Alan. Oh, Alan! <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's, our, uh, it's our annual Thanksgiving episode. Awesome. Yeah, what do you think? We're calling We're calling a few people to find out what they're thankful for, what they're most thankful for. I know you're thankful for your little brother, most of all, but what are some smaller things? You were about as small as they get. For me, that I didn't kill my little brother when he was little. You know, That's so, not funny. Our, our listeners know all about the torture you put me through. <laughs> my family 
family still haven't forgiven me for not, you know, finishing the job. You know, they still say, why, why didn't you finish it off, you know? So. All right, give me some. I like to pour a lot of things. Like what? Like my freedom? Yes. Like my salvation? Yes. Friends and family? Other than my little brother? No, that's the best. I don't blame you on that one. Yeah, I'm telling you. <laughs> you guys are nuts. <laughs> All right, hey, what's uh, what's cooking over there for Thanksgiving? We're 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 well, me and Craig and the whole we're inviting our listeners over Thursday for Thanksgiving at your place. That's great. Yeah, we're gonna, have some we're gonna, we're gonna go traditional. We'll be having um, stuffed uh, stuffed um, peppers. Oh, uh, <laughs> is that traditional? That, that stroganoff stuff. That, that beef stroganoff. Have, you know, yes. Yeah. Couldn't tell what that kind of stuff was. And steak and rice. <laughs> yes, yeah, steak and rice that you, you could never chew through. You just had to swallow it. Yeah. All right. Well, I'll go ahead and tell you happy Thanksgiving. Listen, I love talking to you. I like to do. Okay. Hey, Craig, hang in there, brother. I'm thankful for you, Craig. Yeah. What? <laughs> okay, bye. <laughs> bye. Alan, what a goofball. I could tell you some Thanksgiving stories about him that would just, just cur- <laughs> It would just curl your uh, toes. Actually, I don't want. I don't want to know about that. Hey, okay, what was that? What was that call coming in just now? That was uh, that was uh, Sean Rourke. Yeah, well, Sean should have answered the phone earlier. <laughs> but let's go ahead and call um, who else? Let's call um, who we got? Let's call Carrie. Carrie Walker. Yeah, our, Carrie our Walker. Super listener. Carrie Doom, Walker. Do Mrs. Brother. Okay. Hey man, what are you doing? I'm at a basketball game. Well, oh. you're, you're also live on the on the weird podcast. Yeah, so don't cuss. Oh, sweet. Yes. What are you uh, What are you most thankful for? This is our Thanksgiving uh, new tradition. We're starting. We're calling our friends and 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 people associated with the podcast, and just asking, uh, "Hey, what are you thankful for?" I am thankful for my new amazing wife. Yes. Safe. Yes. Good answer. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she, she she is I, I have yet to meet her but i know she's awesome well we have to get together sometime i know Maybe you could have a you, wait you haven't been, you haven't sometime. been around your wife <laughs> i'll tell you what um he said yeah, me and my wife we should get together sometime where, where are you living now like somewhere up in uh arizona or, or something up the east coast east coast yeah new new arizona yeah yeah that's what i thought yeah well, I'll let you get back to your basketball game and wish you a happy Thanksgiving. Oh, you guys, too. Happy Thanksgiving and uh, Merry Christmas if I don't talk to you again before then. Well, you All better. Right. All right. We'll see you. All right. Bye, guys. Bye. Well, I hope you're happy we disturbed a basketball game. I know. Way to go. Well, you got time. You can, you could, we could try Mark Patch, but he won't answer. Call, uh, call Randall. Okay. That's a good one. Randall. What's going on? Hey, did catch you at a bad He's, time? I don't know. I'm just sitting here watching Jeopardy. <laughs> <laughs> wow, so you're your lowest point. We, we're we recording our podcast. It, nice. It's our Thanksgiving episode, and we're calling people associated with our show, friends of ours, uh, asking them what they're most thankful for. No, Aaron's calling people trying to get money. No, that's I don't want money. Well, I do, but not from our listener or our friends. <laughs> So what is, give me something you're thankful for. Something I'm thankful for. Not, um, not Norma Jean and, <laughs> and not uh, Led Zeppelin. And don't embarrass, him by, don't embarrass me by saying it's me. That's embarrassing. 
wouldn't I wouldn't want to lie to you. Yeah. <laughs> Good. You're thankful for Nickelback. Thankful for what? Nickelback. <laughs> yeah, so thankful. So thankful. Actually, and sorry, this is little it's on subject, but my brother in law admitted to me this weekend that he's been listening to a lot of Nickelback lately. Oh my and I gosh. Wanted to, I wanted to punch him because he has good taste in music generally. You know what that is? You know what you know what that is? That's a cry for help. So you're you're thankful <laughs> that you've lived this long without knowing about it. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, what am I thankful for? I don't know. My my family, my kids. That's good. Yeah. Okay. And the weird podcast. Yeah, yeah, I, I I would be much less entertained if it weren't for you guys. So I, I thank you for that. All right. Well, I wish you and Amy and 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 all the kids and everybody a happy Thanksgiving, man. All right, thank you, and you guys too. All right, brother, we'll talk to bye. you. Bye. Right, bye. Oh, Randall. Wow. He, you know, he hadn't done "Don't Wake the Kids" in a while. Because he should, he should wake them up more often. His uh, audio box busted. And audio he, box busted. Yep, he's 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 saving up to get a super duper audio box. But don't wake the kids. That's actually be back. that's actually the brand name. Super duper. Super duper. <laughs> oh, let's call Sarah. Hello. Hello. Hi. Are you at your brother's gig? Yeah, we're hanging out outside right now. Nice. Well, we're recording a podcast right now. Oh. And it's our th- it's our annual. It's our second, no, it's our, yeah, our second annual Thanksgiving episode. So we're calling folks associated with the show to ask them what they're most thankful for. Aww. So what are you thankful for? I'm thankful for you. Oh, you're the Mom best. Oh, you're so sweet. James. Hey, I guess Craig, Give me a too. break. Right. Craig, yeah. I'm her favorite. <laughs> I'm thankful for the podcast. You're the best daughter ever. I know. I try. I try. All right. Well, I uh, hope you have a good time tonight. Maybe you'll catch a pick from your brother. Yes. All right. Right. I'll be looking out for one. Okay. He love you. Love you. Bye. 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 Well, well, you know, maybe later on, if we get a chance, we can call somebody else. We'll, okay. We'll see. All right. We may not. All right. You never know. Well, it's it's a Monday episode. Not only is Monday. it th- it's Monday. a Monday episode, y'all. <laughs> not only. Is it Thanksgiving episode? It's also the Monday episode. And that means that we get straight to top story. Swiss researchers are playing Led Zeppelin to, <laughs> to, to cheese. Hey, hey, mama said the way you move, gonna make you fat and gonna make you blue. You weren't gonna let me sing that, were you? No, I wanted to. It's okay. You got more range than I've got. <laughs> it's the extra insides. You've got more girl, girly voice than I've got. <laughs> Via the Jap the Japanese Times, the oh. J- via the Japan Times comes the story of a, a Swiss cheesemaker and cheesemaker and veterinarian Beat Wampler. Ah, the Beat Wampler. Are you going to do this every time I'm talking? <laughs> it's from the Japanese time or the Japan Times. Who's conducting an experiment with the help of University of the Arts in Bern to determine if exposure to sound impacts the development of cheese. Basically, he's rocking the pants off his ele- his immental. Immint, immint, I can't say that word. Just skip it. No. Okay, say it. I will not. Try it again. I will not skip it. Say it again, then. I will, I will be kind to all Swiss cheeses, okay? Why aren't they Even playing can, something good? Immental. Immental. They could immental. be playing Greta Van Fleet. Since September, they, they are. They're playing Led Zeppelin. No. The point. Since September, the cheeses have been blasted with supersonic masterpieces. I added super because it sounded better. From the likes of rock gods, whatever. Yeah, really. Uh, Led Zeppelin and hip uh, to hip-hop legends, a tribe called Quest. Okay, we're getting warmer. 
bacteria is responsible for the formation of taste of cheese. Ah, they want bacteria. No wonder they're playing Led Zeppelin. With the, yeah, right. Would be Nickelback. <laughs> with the enzymes that influence its maturity, I am convinced with humidity, temperature, or nutrients are not the only thing that influence taste. Wampler said. <coughs> that hurts my voice. <laughs> Sounds, uh, ultrasounds, or music can have physical effects. At first, we were skeptical, admitted Michael Herrenberg, who's not even Japanese. No. The university's music director. Then we discovered there is a field called sonochemistry that looks nice. at the influences of sound waves. The effects of sounds on solid bodies. You like, remember in the 70s, people were playing music to their plants? People still do that, don't they? Do Class, they? Classical? Yeah. yeah. Uh, wait, why would you ever be skeptical of a project that aims to determine the effects of Led Zeppelin on cheese. Oh, I'm Led sorry Zeppelin. to be the one to deliver the news yet again, but this dumb thing that's currently <laughs> amusing people online is actually dumb. <laughs> Without knowing much at all about general chemistry, sonochemistry, cheese making, cheese aging, bacteriology, or the scientific method, I feel comfortable casting serious doubt uh, about the legitimacy of this experiment. Even if you allow that may be playing like an incredibly loud, incredibly low drone tone for a cheese's entire mature, mature, maturation, maturation, maturation. Matur- that's matur- very good. Matur- 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 cheese maturation. That's the band name for the night. Uh, what about entire maturation? During the entire mat- 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 <laughs> maturation process might have some minor impact on how cheese develops. How many wheels of cheese would you need to produce uh, to control all the variables that I assume exist and prove definitively that the sound changes cheese? And how downright preposterous is it to expect cheese to distinguish in any way between two pieces of popular Western music governed by the same blues, scales, and backbeats? Literally everyone in the world enjoys a tribe called Quest. Can I kick it? Sure. I don't, I don't even know it. Yeah. 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 Wow. <laughs> But I'm going to go ahead and guess cheese doesn't care because cheese does not think or feel or dance or love. I agree. Although there are live things in cheese. Are you a cheese person? Do you really like cheese? You mean enzymes? Yeah, there's stuff like that in there. You just made that up. No, it's in the story. I I do love cheese. Are you a cheese person? I I don't eat like all kinds of cheeses, but I do like cheese. I guess guess I'll take it or leave it I'm, I, I don't go out looking for fancy cheeses or anything cheese like that. and crackers oh yeah it's a classic that's a classic and, and you, i'm not even picky I, I don't mind just the the craft cracker barrel package of cheddar cheese oh, that's good stuff yeah yeah it's good yeah you were telling me uh yeah. the difference between cheese it's and nippets uh, first of all it's cheese nips <laughs> you're thinking nip it in the bud and nip it in the bud i'm thinking of coffee nips which are delicious I don't know about that. uh cheese nips versus Cheez-Its. Yes, and Cheez-Its is the way to go. Cheez-Its is always the way yeah. to go. Yeah. Cheese nips have a weird I agree. I've noticed that. Yeah, they they taste so phony. Like not even food. Yeah. Cheez-Its though, and if you can get a hold and this is a this is uh Glenna's favorite the the they're called Cheez-It Grooves. Yeah. They're more like chips. Yeah. They're Those so are good. good. Yeah. Headline is Antarctica scientist allegedly stabs colleague why would you think he did this, Craig? Because he was spoiling the ends of books? Exactly. 
A Russian scientist working in Antarctica is facing attempted murder charges after allegedly stabbing a colleague for telling him the endings of books he wanted to read. We've all got friends like this. You remember the guy in the movie, I Don't Feel at Home in This World Anymore? She was at the bar, and he was reading a book, and she said, I'm reading that. And he just yeah, like, yeah, 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 he ruined he just, it for her. Yeah. Sir, uh, Sergei Savitsky. An engineer is accused of stabbing welder Oleg Balugozov in the chest. The Sun reports Balugozov was evacuated to Chile for medical treatment, and his life is reportedly not in danger. The stabbing took place at the station where a Russian research station in South Shetland Islands in Antarctica. Savatsky, the alleged attacker, was taken to a St. Petersburg and arrested to put him in the Stony Lonesome over there, Craig. The, the big house. Yeah, they put him in the pokey. The alleged attack was said to be the result of an argument between the two over Bologov's habit of spoiling the ending of, endings of books that he had read from the remote's compost, uh, <laughs> compost library. Those are crappy books. Outpost library. Although he faces criminal charges in the Russian city, Savatsky will probably have access to plenty of books that Bogozov hasn't already read. The Russian news agency Interfax reported that Savatsky surrendered on his own and without resistance to the station manager. You know, Craig, if you were in the Antarctica, you think that... Do you think they have any other entertainment besides books? I, I think if you're in, in Antarctica, and everything I know about Antarctica, Antarctica, I learned from John Carpenter's The Thing. Yeah. And I know that when you're in Antarctica, you're very cold. Absolutely. You're playing a lot of board games and stuff because you have lo- you don't have a lot to do when you're not working, and you're fighting an alien that symbiote <laughs> that's taking over and jumping from body to body. So when you're doing all that, yeah. and you have time... From when the, you know when you have time off from like putting your blood in a petri dish to yes. see who's infected that kind of stuff. By the way, one of my favorite movies. That's a good one. John um, Carpenter, he's pretty good. He is. Uh, he's had a couple of duds, but yeah. anyway. But 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 when you're not doing all that stuff, right? Uh, or you're and, and your Wilford Brimley's there with you talking about the di- talking about the diabetes. <laughs> you're probably reading a book and you don't. It first of all, Amazon Prime is like. 12 week delivery not two day because you're are in, you serious because well, you're in antarctica well that's true they have to get snow dogs <laughs> they have to you know what i'm saying yeah. like, can you imagine you probably don't get prime in antarctica probably not so you finally get a book yeah you finally get your book you're excited about your book you've been waiting for months to finally get your book yeah jojo in the corner comes over and ruins it for you He's like, hey, look, man, I got The Shining. I've been wanting to read this for years. Oh, he's, yeah, he yeah, goes crazy. He goes crazy, and he's in the painting. <laughs> yeah. Or he's in the photo. Kills his family, tries to. Anyway, I'm going to end this story by letting you know that some reports suggest that alcohol was involved. It's another form of entertainment. Now I've got to go, go back and watch The Thing. I love that movie. It's a good movie. No Don't watch the remake. The, the remake's kind of cool, the sequel they did, because it picks up. Like after everything that happened in the first movie? Hey, this isn't Friday's episode. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah. Where is the update? Give us the update. We want the update now. Got another story update. update? This is a sad story. It really is. It was sad when we originally covered it. That's been a long time ago. I heard about this recently, the update. Um, It's sad because when everybody does stupid things just on a whim. Yeah. and, And you usually don't do stupid things that kill you. No. And, and and certainly things that you never expected would hurt yeah, you. Yeah, you wouldn't think this. I mean, I, I could have d- it just as easily as a teenager done the same thing. Right. I wouldn't because it's gross, but I could see anybody doing it. Annoying. But anyway, the man who ate the garden slug, this was in Australia. He ate a garden slug eight years ago. He died 
from the rat lungworm. Um, a man in Australia has died from rat lungworm caused by a garden slug he ate uh, for a dare eight years ago. Now, I'm going to take pause before I eat any animal in Australia that I don't know what it is. True. You know? Yeah. Sam Ballard. The butterflies will kill you in Australia. Right. Sam Ballard, who was a promising rugby player, died at age 27 after developing a series of complications from the disease. He was 19 in 2010 when he, uh, uh, he and some friends were drinking wine uh, with his friends in a garden. Um, he says, uh, Way was sitting over here having a bit of red wine, appreciating uh, appreciation night. It was a red wine appreciation night. Everybody appreciates Everybody was it. having a chocolate thunder from down under. And a blooming onion. Yeah. Trying to act as a grown-up, and a slug came crawling across here, his friend Jimmy <laughs> Galvin told the news.com. Where? Here? Here. Oh, okay, there. The conversation came up, you know. Should I eat it? And off Sam went. Buying, that's how it happened. Mm. Over the following days, Ballard's legs began to hurt, and he worried the slug could be the cause. After visiting the doctor, he was told he had rat lungworm. That sounds, I don't know what that is, but that sounds just disgusting. This is a disease, I'm going to tell you, it's a disease that affects the brain and spinal cord. It's a parasite, I believe. How do you it's pronounce called, the real disease? It's angiostrongyliasis. <laughs> that's it. Angiostrongyliasis, or something like that. Uh, th- you thought you'd get me on that. I did. Uh, Dang it. This is a disease that affects the brain and spinal cord. It's caused by a roundworm parasite that, in adult form, is normally only found in rodents. However, an f- infected rodent can pass on the larvae through their feces, with slugs and snails sometimes becoming infected if they eat the larvae. Over the following years, Ballard's friends and family tried to uh, help his recovery through physiotherapy, uh, but the impact of the disease continued. His case was put under the spotlight last October when the family announced the disability benefit Ballard received was being cut. Um, After campaigning, the government's decision was reversed. Lisa Wilkinson, who presents the Australian TV show The Sunday Project, announced Ballard's death. We have some bad news. Uh, We have some sad news for you now. She said, earlier this year, we brought you the story of Sam Ballard, who, on a dare from his mates, ate a slug. Mm. He contracted rat lung disease with devastating effects. His family have stuck by him ever since. On Friday, Sam passed away, surrounded by his family and loyal, loving mates. His last words to his mom. Oh, get out the tissue. I love you. Why would you read a story like that on our Thanksgiving episode? That's heartbreaking. I'm thankful I didn't eat a slug. (laughs) All right, here. but uh, it's it's pretty crazy. Um, speaking of of uh, and I got I got somebody that I know that's Australian. I, meant to, I should have asked him this question, but I saw a picture. Somebody posted on Facebook and said, "Hey, it's spider season in Australia." Uh oh, and the trees are just covered in webs, and there's like just spiders everywhere. Ugh, burn it all. Yes, burn just it. get rid of it. Headline is: Deputy gets six years for smuggling meth into jail in a KFC meal. Well, it's a well-known fact, Sonny Jim, that they got that addictive <laughs> chemical in the chicken. Our buddy Randall, who we spoke with earlier, uh, had an interesting observation about KFC this week on his Facebook page. I'm not—I won't give any spoilers, but look that up. Uh, Colorado Springs, Colorado. It's six years in prison for the El Paso County deputy who pleaded guilty to bribery and contraband charges after smuggling meth inside a KFC meal into his El Paso County Jail Criminal Justice Center. Stephen Diagnosto, the now former deputy, was originally facing charges of unlawful possession of a controlled substance with intent to distribute, introducing contraband, and official misconduct. He was sentenced Wednesday in Colorado Springs after pleading guilty back in September. He also will serve five years of parole after his prison sentence. 
So according to the court documents, uh, El Paso County deputy got a tip from an informant that the Diagnosto, age 35, was smuggling drugs into the uh, criminal justice center. The informant said Diagnosto communicated with associates of inmates outside the jail by email. They would arrange for meetings to provide narcotics concealed in food products. The informant told the detective that Diagnosto would be paid $1,500 per transaction. Good night. Good night. That's a lot of money. These people must be bored inside this jail. <laughs> On June 12th, El Paso County Dispatch got an anonymous phone call saying that an inmate named Elo Sanchez was working to arrange a deal to smuggle drugs inside. That's when deputies started monitoring Sanchez's cell. Uh, Sanchez pressured a woman to deliver a chicken meal to the Justice Center later that day. The affidavit... The affidavit... The, the affidavit says... The affidavit says he referred to a burrito being here. The woman confirmed the nickname by asking a diagnosto. Later on, investigators learned that there would possibly be drugs concealed in the mashed potatoes. After learning about the delivery, investigators uh, at the Justice Center front desk technician uh, had to alert them if any food was brought in. And it was, and he did alert them. Court documents say a woman who hasn't been identified at this time delivered a KFC meal uh, and Diagnosto was noted of the delivery, but he didn't pick it up until after 2 p.m. that day. Police said Diagnosto got the meal at 2.07 p.m. He was stopped in the main hallway at 2.08 p.m., taken into an interview room, and police took the meal as evidence. After getting a search warrant for the KFC containers, that's pathetic. They have to get a search warrant for that. Police found 7.5 grams of meth inside a balloon right there in the mashed potatoes where they said they would be, Craig. That was a good story, Aaron. <laughs> yeah, how would you know? You're over there texting people. You know, we're doing a podcast here. Oh, I'm sorry. I was just, I was. Uh, I'm talking about meth and mashed <clears throat> potatoes. I was not interested. <laughs> I can tell. Man arrested after allegedly setting fire to speed camera with flaming underwear. <laughs> That's another good band name. Flaming underwear. Yes. Thank you. A man has been arrested after he allegedly tried to burn down a traffic camera. In Adelaide, twice in one night, the speed camera at the intersection of Anzac Highway and Green Hill Road in Wayville, Way. Wayville? Way. Um, no wow. way. No way. Wow. Why? Way. Was smashed and set alight about 1220 a.m. on Wednesday, South Austral Australia. Uh, Australia, please. You didn't give us the Australian theme. Oh, I'm sorry. Oh, because we don't have it. Yeah. <laughs> We would. Not that I haven't tried. Everybody do the kangaroo. There you go. Police and fire crews were called to the scene and quickly extinguished the small fire, but roughly three hours later, it was alight again. Witnesses reported seeing a man throw flaming underwear at the device <laughs> and called the second fire in, uh, into police. A 40-year-old <laughs> Renella man uh, was arrested at the scene and charged with two counts of arson. A spokesperson for SA Police told Yahoo 7 News, Yahoo! Seven. Uh, thank you. Yeah. News that closer inspection revealed the charred garment was uh, at the base of the speed camera was more likely to be socks and not underwear. Some could say it's in the same category. Socks are underwear. You wear them under your... Well, well. you wear, well, I guess <laughs> yeah, you, you wear your shoes. Um, police said they're now investigating just how much damage was done to the camera and whether or not it's still operational. The man's vehicle was seized for forensic examination. Uh, he's expected uh, to front court on Wednesday. Not back court. No, front court. That's the front bad court. one. That's, yeah. that's one you don't want to be part of. Headline is, video shows McDonald's drive through customer attack manager over missing What's ketchup. What's wrong with people? Did you see this video by any chance? No, she I did marched, not see she this. She marched right in there. 
This, of course, comes to us from Santa Ana, California. A woman was captured on video beating the manager of a California McDonald's recently. The police released the footage Tuesday uh, in their efforts to catch the assault suspect. Who put that microphone there? (laughs) The incident began around 11 p.m., uh, October 27th, after the woman went through the drive-thru of the McDonald's restaurant, according to the police. After getting her food, she apparently became enraged when she discovered there was not enough ketchup in the order. She wanted extra ketchup. it, she wanted it now. She even called Mayor McCheese. The woman then entered the employee entrance of the McDonald's restaurant. You could just walk in the front door. <laughs> when told by the manager she couldn't be in the building, the woman became and stay out of the McDonald's. Became combative and began pushing, punching, and choking the employee. The physical altercation took place inside uh, the store near the drive-through window. There was a guy at the drive-through watching all this too. You can right. see him in the video. According to the footage, another uh, employee attempted to intervene and eventually called other workers over to help. A man believed to be with the attacker eventually came in through the back door entrance and pulled the woman off the manager. He then appeared to escort her out of the restaurant. Police are searching for the man as well, hoping to speak with him about the incident. And they emphasize that he's not in trouble. It's his girlfriend. Yeah, nobody, can ever, nobody can ever pull this at Chick-fil-A. You know why? Why? Because they get your order right every time. Every time. I like. I, I went to. Uh, I went into the order the online order app and I ordered and they even let you say how many ketchups you want and all That's this kind awesome. of stuff. And and I got to the street light right in front of where the the Chick-fil-A is down the street here. And as the light turned green and I was turning into the shopping center area, I hit make my order now. And when I pulled up, got past that little bit of traffic, parked in the parked the car, walked in. The minute I got to the counter, they go, Craig. That's amazing. And it was ready. And it was, you know what? It was hot and it was right. They always get it. I've never had a problem there. Mm-mm. They're good. Good food, too. And they've got a delivery service they're starting up. Uh huh. But what's funny is I looked at all the areas just right around it. And every time I'd put an address in, they'd say, nope, not available. How about that? How about that? Wow. <laughs> How about that? Man crashes pickup truck into Mississippi courthouse to tell authorities his drug paraphernalia was stolen. Well, that's the quickest way to get there, I guess. Yeah, might, you know, get through all the minutiae. <laughs> you know? Yeah, I do know. Gulfport, Mississippi, a man has been arrested after he drove his pickup truck into a courthouse in Mississippi. News outlets report that the Gulfport Police Department said in a news release that 28-year-old Keith Keith. Keith. I said Keith. Hey, Keith. What's up? Keith Cavalier told officers he intentionally crashed into the Harrison County Courthouse early Saturday because it was the best way to let them know his drug paraphernalia had been stolen. Of course it was. No one was hurt. Cavalier has been charged with driving under the influence and malicious mischief because of damage to the building. The Gulfport man is being held in the county jail. Well, that's nice. Yeah, they're They're holding him in the pokey. Uh, It's not known if he has an attorney yet. Well, if he doesn't, he will have one appointed to him. Okay, we, we've been talking about Thanksgiving. You know, Thanksgiving's great. Best holiday of the year. It is a good day if you like to eat. Oh, you know what I'm going to get on Friday, I bet? What? Leftovers. Um, Turkey uh, sandwich. Wait, this is Monday, right? Yeah. So Friday, I'm going to the in-laws. And usually Ooh. usually the in- in-laws, she makes copious amounts of Chex Mix. Oh. Homemade. Yum. And she, you know what? She doesn't skimp, dude. There well, is, I mean, all the mixed nuts and the pe- and the peanuts, the nuts, the the. What am I trying to say? Oh, the, I had a peanut butter parfait yesterday. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but uh, the 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 pretzels, the cereal, all that stuff. Just, you know, some people do it, and they just like you have to kind of sort through to find any yeah. like cashews or anything, dude. She you have to bring it. some of that to the studio. I, I, I got to try. Probably it out. will not. Well, Christmas is uh, just around the corner. Uh, you you're, got you got my gift yet? What? Oh no, no, because you actually don't like Christmas. That's true. I don't. 
Headline is Jimmy Dean gifts. I got you a. I got you a. a a 2015 Toyota Prius, but it's, <laughs> it's slightly totaled, damaged. Totaled. It's not totaled. Headline is Jimmy Dean gifts includes sausage scented wrapping paper. Eh, yeah, maybe okay. Why wouldn't they go for bacon? I don't know. I don't know. You went. I don't know. Sausage maker Jimmy Dean is asking customers to trade photos of their favorite dishes for free gifts, including sausage scented wrapping paper. Well, okay. The company said the Jimmy Dean recipe gift exchange offers a variety of free gifts that customers can exchange for photos of dishes cooked from the company's featured sausage recipes. Okay, Craig. This is how it works. Uh, step one, you got three steps, real simple. Step one, you cook one of Jimmy Dean's favorite sausage recipes. That's easy. Step two, you take a picture of it, submit your picture. Your pi- what? Your picture. Your picture. <laughs> you submit your picture with of your dish to Jimmy Dean ex- uh, gift exchange.com. There's there Jimmy is. Dean right there. The there man himself. And then all you got to do is select uh, one of several free gifts you'd like to receive. And the gifts include sausage-scented wrapping paper. That's awesome. i got to get some of that. The glass sausage ornament. A glass Christmas tree ornament shaped like a package of Jimmy oh, Dean sausage. Jimmy Dean holiday record. Uh, is that on there, really? Oh, it is, isn't it? Okay, that's what I'm getting. Uh, you can get an ugly Christmas sweater printed apron. And, and not just a... No, no, no. A handsome holiday apron is what it says. <laughs> and a vinyl Christmas album recorded by Jimmy Dean himself. Look at him with that hat. Look at Jimmy. Talk about handsome. Look at that. Look at that man. The company, That's a man that makes biscuits and sausage right there. As if all that weren't enough, Craig, the company said one participant will also receive a $10,000 diamond-studded belt buckle. Wow. Inspired. Wow. Wow. Inspired by Jimmy Dean's favorite signature you know, belt we're, buckle. We're kind of, wait, before we go on, we are kind of... Um, in the same category, we talk about Jimmy Dean music and stuff, yeah. and uh, you know, we just lost Roy Clark. Oh, it's so sad. What the, a great the, guy, the legend, such the a legend. good guy. He he was one of those all around good people. I mean, just solid gold. And, and uh, no, solid gold was the dance, the show that had the dancers. <laughs> but he was on the show with the 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 he the corn the corn yeah, cornfields. And uh, how old you know, was he? Seventy. No, 85, I think. He was pretty old. He had a good long life. And, um, and, you know, Buck Owens and him both were so good. I mean, Buck Owens, is, he, he's so, he was so great. Yeah. And there's a great clip I found online of Buck Trent, who's another fantastic banjo player. And him and uh, Roy Clark are doing dueling banjos. Yeah, I saw you posted that. Yeah. yeah. And it is, it'll bring a smile to your face. And these guys make it, these guys make it seem like it's, they play like butter. It's like it's like it's, it's so effortless for these guys, and it was just so good. Wait, we, we've lost a whole lot of people from the original Hee Haw Gang, starting we, we, with uh, Stringbane was the first well, one. Stringbane, who actually kind of murdered not about fifteen minutes from here. Yeah, it's true. Right uh, around the corner. Uh, yeah, uh, Grady Nutt. Remember him? Yep, sure do. Uh, I talked to Grady Nutt a few times. Really? Actually, yeah. Uh, but there were, I mean, there were a lot of people that, that you know, junior sampled. I mean, a lot, yep. but that's been over like Lulu over a lot of years. Yeah, you know, people die. But uh, but this week alone, you know, we lost, or this past week, we lost um, Stan Lee. Stan Lee. Yeah, we didn't even talk about that. No, we lost, uh, and there were a couple other people that yes. I'm just blanking on right now. Yeah, everybody thought 2017 was the bad year. I'm getting depressed. Let's let's start that Mark. Okay, Patch let's music. go ahead. It's time for the Mark Patch top ten, top ten people that have died in the last 20 that's minutes. That's not it. I hope you're happy with this list. I worked really hard after you complaining about last last week's li- or last episode's list. Complainer, no, one who complains. I don't know. Not, there's a couple in here I'm not really sure about. Okay, all right. Top ten best movies of 2008 thus far. 2018, actually. Number ten, 
a movie, a Wes Anderson movie I still don't want to see. Isle of Dogs. I'll tell you, I watched half of it. Uh, you didn't watch all of it. I didn't finish it. It wasn't <laughs> good. It was okay. I just wasn't really in the mood for it. No, I just, I'm not really into that whole thing. Number nine, Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom. I did not like it. Didn't see it. Didn't like it. It was like every, it was like, how much more of this story do I need to know? Yeah, we it's, covered it uh, on a yeah, in-depth I'm review. I'm aware. Quit trying to tell me I'm repeating myself. I'm just covering it again for those who didn't listen. Stop repeating yourself, you Number clown. eight. Ant, oh, love this movie. That's a good one. Ant-Man and the Wasp. I rewatched that one, and it's just, it's so good. It's very entertaining. Number seven I've heard is a great movie. It's I haven't not. seen it yet. A Quiet Place. I thought it was great. Got to the end. It got real lazy real quick. Now, I, James said the ending is amazing. No, the ending's lazy, in my opinion. <laughs> I mean, it really is. I mean, okay. the ending's cute. Don't get me wrong. You talk about a lazy ending. I finished The Haunting of Hill House. That ending is like they just decided, let's go to lunch. It's like a John Grisham book. He gets <sighs> to the end and just kind of writes it, finishes it off. Yeah. That was my complaint with uh, The Firm, John Grisham. Yeah. Started reading that book, and it was like he was uh, it was like he was a, a high school student who had to write 2,000 words. He got to the last 100 words and just went, you know, a meteor hit and killed everybody. That was the end of the movie. <laughs> that was the end of the story. I mean, he, he built up this great structure of a whole story, and it gets to the end, and it just gives up. All right. Makes me mad. Yeah, don't tell me to stop. I'm talking <laughs> about John Grisham. stop, you weirdo. Number six, a movie that is not one of the best movies so far of 2018, Mission Impossible Fallout. I thought it was really good. It was all right. And number five was not one of the best. I <laughs> love this movie. I, the book was... Maybe I shouldn't have read the book before seeing I, I, the movie. It's, it's, you're, you're in the, the, the dilemma of book versus movie yeah. right now. Uh, ready Player One. I really enjoyed it. I'm talking about The Shining. It's such a great scene in that movie with The Shining. Recreated in it. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, it yeah, was. Great. That was cool. Number eight. Um, number eight. Number four. I hadn't watched it because I don't want to go to the bad place when I die. Deadpool two. I saw it and loved it. I don't watch movies that make God cry. <laughs> number Aaron, three. You can watch those. If number you want. three. Black Panther. Uh, such an amazing movie. Yeah. That, that, no, it it beautiful. It was beautiful cool. movie. And 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 not one. And are there in in uh, Wakanda? Are there any ugly people? No. Just beautiful it's people. It's against the law. Just beautiful, be beautiful people. Yeah. Number two, I enjoyed it, but not as good as the first one. The Incredibles 2. I think I liked it even better than the first one. I, I didn't. I thought the first one was much better. But, but, I, I, but I enjoyed the second one. Don't get me wrong. The number one. Oh, such a good movie. Top ten movie of 2018 so far. Avengers Infinity War. Did you watch that? Yeah, I did. I saw it in the theater. I love it. And yeah. the new one is, I read that the new one is coming in at about three hours right now. Do you think that uh, Stan Lee recorded a bunch of little cameos for them to sprinkle nah. throughout? James said they could just do it CGI. They, no, they'll, they'll, he'll show up other ways. He'll, he, if he doesn't show up CGI, he'll show up on a TV or in pictures or yeah, they'll 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 find stuff to put him in there. He'll. Good. Then I heard today, if it's true, that Chris Hemsworth and some of the, the actors are kind of campaigning to get all of the actors to show up at his funeral dressed as their characters oh, for that'd him. Be awesome. Yeah, that would be awesome. Okay, everybody, That'd have be a, a security uh, nightmare. I hope you have a great, safe, and happy Thanksgiving. This is episode 228. We're signing off. Be sure to leave us a, a review if you haven't done so already. And tell your friends about the weird podcast. So, not about how weird it is. Just tell well, them about tell it. tell that. All right, we're gone. I'm going to go eat some food. I'm going to think about eating some food. Yeah, baby. Don't call me baby. Happy Thanksgiving.